Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to another week of Simply Play. This is Dr. Shonda Hammond. I want to thank you for joining us this morning for yet another prayer call. This week, we hope that you are blessed and safe and, and safe and warm. I said safe. <laughs> safe and warm um, as we are um, embraced with another snow. This is our third snow and if you're in the New Jersey area. So we hope that you are safe and warm and and uh, cozy and all that good stuff. So we are not going to belabor, belabor the process of praying today. We are going to just talk a little bit, give you an encouraging word, and then we are going to go into prayer. There's a lot going on this morning, so keep us in prayer as well. Amen. Um, I want to give you just a message this morning about uh, ugly exits. It's something that um, I've been thinking about a lot um, in the last, I want to say the last, couple of months really thinking about ugly exits. And ugly exits is a, a, a message that, um, or a phrase that the Lord has given me for just the time and the season where I'm going through some ugly exits. And the confirmation is, you know, when you talk to different people, they go through um, what seems like an ugly exit. And I'll explain to you what an ugly exit is. An ugly exit looks like this. An ugly exit is a place where you... Um, are in that place, whether it be a home or a position or um, any place in life. You could be in, in a place in life. It could be a place of fellowship. It could be a place of um, worship. It could be um, any place of life, organization. It could be in relationships where you know that your season is up and it's time to go, and you hold on and you hold on and you hold on. You hold on for comfort. You hold on for financial reasons. You hold on because you don't want to hurt the other person. You hold on because you're scared of what is on the other side of making a decision to go. An ugly exit is, uh, I remember a time where I was in a a really, uh, really bad relationship, and my fear coming out of that relationship was how am I going to raise three children on my own, and so I stayed for a very, very long time in that relationship. Knowing that I should have gotten out way, way before and stayed way too long, and so this is what ugly exits look like. And so when I'm thinking about people and they tell you that, oh, this happened, you know, this happened and I had to go because this, they are ugly exits because in our heart, I guess, if you want to even equate it, it's the level of disobedience because the Holy Spirit is always guiding you in such the simplest things. And such the simplest things, if I can give you um, an example, with time to pay the car insurance. And the car insurance usually is due by this other date. And I felt in the Spirit just pay it on this other day, you know, like just pay it, just go and pay it. And if I didn't pay it, it would have 
resulted in some other actions. And I said, oh, that's how. I said, I know you think that that is um, simplistic or, or just simple, but it really is um, how I know that the Holy Spirit nudges me in such the things that, can, that I care or the things that are going to make our life um, functionable, you know. And so I don't just dust those things off. I look at those things as um, the Holy Spirit helping and guiding me, and we're going to talk about that in Scripture today. But ugly exits are those places where it's time for you to go. And when you won't go and just clear obedience, ugly exits just sometimes look like uh, it's time to go and you're fired. It's time to go and you're laid off. It's time to go because um, maybe you get sick or someone gets sick and it's time for you just to go. And I always listen to those stories and I kind of just listen to how the person got there or why they had to leave. And so ugly exits, if you think about it, here's a lot, a lot because the um, the city that they lived in was Sodom and Gomorrah, and it was just um, perverse in many, many ways. And I've actually, um, getting ready for this Bible study, when I think back and doing a lot of studying in these days of all the perverseness that's going on now, all of the news and sexual assaults and sexual harassment that are hitting today, it's nothing different than um, olden times because it was just turned up as it is now, if not even more. And so when you think about Lot, and, and the angels coming through, and they're looking for just a couple of righteous. They could not find any righteous except for Lot and his family. And so the Lord said to them, "I'm not going to save Sodom and Gomorrah, but I would save your land. That you, that I would save you and your family. But you have to go. You have to go. You have to pack up. You have to get your wife. You have to go, and you cannot look back." It's one of the things that I always struggle with because you know how. You may not look back as you're walking away, but there's times that you're going to go back and look at that place and wonder, that is a place of comfort. That is your home. You built everything there. You had friends, and you were used to being there. And now this thing has come home that you have to go, an ugly exit. And it may not be so ugly, but to me it's ugly in the sense of, I didn't expect to have to go this way, but this is how I'm leaving. And it's for the good of our story. It's for the good of where God has to take us. It's for this message right here to move forward, to go forward where God has you to go. And so you think about Abraham, Abram, Abraham. Abraham had to leave and pack up and go. An ugly exit. It may not, that word ugly, but ugly is just like all of a sudden, I call it ugly. I call it ugly because it's like all of a sudden I have to go. What do you mean I have to go and leave? And just, you know, start all over again. And I think about Elisha and Elijah. Uh, the Lord told Elijah because Elijah's going through everything with Jezebel and Ahab, and he is um, doing everything that God is saying to do. He's being fed by the ravens. But then the Lord gives him his successor because he's going to take him with the chariots of fire. He says to go down there and to um, uh select some kings, and to anoint Elisha as a prophet that will succeed you. Elisha is in the yard, working, farming, taking care of his, his farm with his father, and next thing you know, here's Elijah coming out of nowhere to say that you're the next one. And so Elisha just grabs the stuff. He, he, he leaves. He tells his father, you know, I have to go, and he starts on with the journey. Is that an ugly exit? I call it ugly because you were so used to doing what 
you were doing. And here's the thing that God has called you to do and said that you have to go for it. And you may not be equipped at all to do it, but you have to go and follow the Holy Spirit, follow God's voice, because he said go. And you know on the other side that there is um, your destiny involved, there's your purpose and why you're even here. And there's some great things because you're probably scratching your head. You're uncomfortable anyway. You are always trying to figure out why this one thing won't work because there's something that you're, you're supposed to do that um, the God is, that, not the God, that God is functioning you to do and you just won't go and do it. So there's ugly exits in our life. There's not just Lot, there's Abraham, there's Elisha, there's even Noah. And even though the Lord told Noah to build the, build the ark and gave him an opportunity, still that flood came. And still he had to take his family and two of every animal and, and stay and leave. And the, and the water comes up and they're on, and on this journey for 40 days and 40 nights. That's an ugly exit. Ugly only in the sense of I knew this thing was coming and I knew God had something for me to do. But my comfortable place, my comfortability, my comfort zone is totally interrupted. And now I have to go and do something different. And there's many stories of just, um, you look at Ruth. And Ruth has all of these things going on. And now she's got her husband and her sister-in-law and her sister. And then there's death after death after death. The father-in-law passes, the sister, I mean, the, the um, husband's passed. And now her and Naomi are on their own in this journey, meeting Boaz and all the kinsmen and their kinsmen and going to another, going back to their land and leaving the place that was comfortable. Ugly exits are all over the Bible. And so here, this is the, the, the unction in the spirit for me. You shouldn't, you shouldn't um, get so upset about these ugly exits because you see them all in the Bible. When God calls you to do something different, he moves you, moves you out of your vocation, moves you out of your location, moves you out of your mindset, moves you in just to a different place. And sometimes it takes you to get out of, out of your regular place to go and do what God called you to do. So today I wanted to give you this scripture. Actually, we have two scriptures today. And then we're going to pray and um, go on with Saturday. I feel like I'm talking really low because, of course, I'm not in my normal location. I'm usually um, in my car, um, but today I'm in my room. And then Proverbs 4 and 25, let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. And that is the focus. I think about Sister Deanna, the focus that we need to let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. It is the reference that I gave on this Bible study um, this week on our Bible study, uh, a woman who doesn't click being on social media and getting in and getting out and not um, going in, posting, and not looking at a whole bunch of stuff because you get um, detoured, you get delayed, and you get off the track. Just go in, be focused. You know, you may stay a little bit, go check on family and everything and make sure everything is okay. Get in and get out. And I think about Sister Deanna with the focus that your eyes look forward, directly forward, and your gaze be straight before you, that we would keep our eyes on what God has said, those prophetic words that um, are in front of us, where he's saying, go, move forward, and do what I need you to do, even when it looks um, complicated, even when you're unsure, even how uh, Elijah with the raven and he was fed every day, even the Israel 
um, when they came out of Israel and the manna was there for them every day, unsure of how you're going to eat, unsure of how you're going to make it, that God is there, that he is true, that he is directing us, and that um, we can't fail without him. I'm going to give you one other and then we're going to pray. Um, another scripture is Psalm 32, and it's verse 8. And it says, I will instruct you and show you the way to go with my eye on you. I will give you counsel. And so that the Lord is instructing us every day and showing us the way every day. And his eyes are on us and he's giving us counsel, wise counsel, supernatural counsel, counsel that you cannot compare to anything. And I will say to you, just look at scripture as a testament. I am, um, this week, I believe, my one of my ugly exes was coming home. And, and I think I share this with you often, um, coming home, this ugly exit where you're able to mark, like your book of remembrance. Remember when this thing happened right here in your life? When this one thing happened, my life changed or I marked it or I made a decision. And this is one of those ugly exits that I just had, but it brought me here to work from home. And it changed the culmination of my studying. It changed the whole culmination of me hearing from God. Right before it, I was hearing from God in a different way. But now hearing from God in such a different way where he is um, giving me the understanding of all those things that he spoke times before so that I can sit in it and we go back and forth and I ask him and I talk to him. So he's already um, instructed me and now he's giving me further instruction on the things that he's already given me prior to. But this is this all came out of, and this is where this, message came out of, and I, I desire to do it um, to a greater capacity later, but this is where this message, Ugly Exits, came from, because it looks ugly, but then when you see the bigger picture, and you look back and you see that God had a definite divine plan in that ugly exit, that I had to remove you from that place to get you here, so that you could learn or do something different over here, and we can't always, sometimes we're not the, the person that makes that decision and say, you know what? Um, I'm just going to leave because I, I need that income, or I'm just going to stay longer, and, and, and I stay longer, and I stay longer. And we're not such um, faith fighters where we would leave the thing, but there's some that are strong and might say, you know what, I'm just leaving that income, and I'll figure it out. And so God has to say, you know what, I'm going to take care of you. I'm go- I got you, but I got to move you so that I can talk to you and speak to you differently so that you can receive what I truly have for you and that's his, his inheritance for you. And so today, you may have or you may be facing ugly exits. They are all around. Maybe you can even think back to them. And I know that's not such a great word, ugly exits. That's the only way that I can describe it. Because as I was talking to someone and they told me what happened in, in, in their just recent, how um, something happened in their household and it caused all of these things and it made them um, make the decision to move, but they lived in that. Um, unsafe neighborhood for a very long time, for a very long time. And I said to them, this is just God's way of making me move. It's time for you to move. It's time for something, for you to do something else. And they totally agreed. And then I really thought about it. And I was like, God, we have so many ugly exits where, you know, something happens with our kids or um, something happens with, again, jobs or, um, you know, relationships where relationships are just done, whether they're girlfriend relationships or um, marriages or um, you're going through it. Well, I don't want to use marriages because we're supposed to fight and stay to the end. <laughs> we're supposed to fight and stay to the end. But sometimes you just get in relationships where they are ugly exits and it's time 
to go. And so I just wanted to just give you this to think about today. Our message, we're moving forward into a new year, and maybe God is talking to you to do something different. Maybe he's already been telling you that. Um, I talked about it last week with the change in flow in our ministry and what God is saying to say to us in this new season that he's given us a different word, a stronger word, and uh, maybe God is doing the same thing with you in your ministry, um, in your finances. Maybe he's saying, I need you to leave this alone, and there's ugly exits. Ugly exits, it looks ugly, you know, because the ugly part of it is just it's uncomfortable because now you have to go in and change the way that you've done things, and you may have to move, and you may have to pack up. Um, My family is fighting me right now. We always go tradition to go see a Christmas movie at Christmas time. And one of the movies is downsizing. <laughs> and I still want to see this movie. And I said, listen, if we don't go see that movie for Christmas, I'm still going to go see it because um, I believe that the message in it is just about all of the big stuff that we have and how we can make it with downsizing. Because uh, we talked about this the other day. Sometimes we want these great big houses. And why do we want them when we technically don't need all of it? And so when you keep telling God that I don't have enough and this is not enough. And, you know, yes, um, desires to flourish you and, and give you more. But what if God is saying, I never, you asked me for a home. You didn't ask me for a mansion. You asked me for a comfortable home. And then you went out and, and got this really big old house and, and, and then now you're struggling and you're not speaking and you're not praying and you're not taking care of your family and you're out there and you're working and you're working and you're working and you're never home and you can't even have a conversation and you're praying to me about your marriage and then your marriage is suffering. You didn't, all you said was, God, you needed a comfortable home, but you didn't ask me for that. This, this, I mean, but you went and got this whole big grandiose thing because that's what you desired in your heart and that's not what I had for you. And so that's a lot, but that's just, some things that I think about. And so there's ugly exits even in that where you have to make some decisions and say, God, is this what you truly have for us? Do we, do we go bigger than what you desire for us based on what we have right now? Based on what you have right now, what is it that you have for us? And his word says in Psalm 32 and 8, I'll say it again. It says, I will instruct you and show you the way to go in my eye on and, and go with my eye on you, and I will give you counsel. And that means, of course, that his eyes are on us all day, but that he'll instruct us on the way to go. And sometimes we miss it because we want to go a different way, and um, we get off the path. But we just know that we trust God in everything and that we can be bold enough to ask them this question, God, am I supposed to do this right here? Was I supposed to do this right here? And help me because I'm struggling in this area. It's some decisions that we have to make. It's some um, truth and confessions that we even have to make to the Lord, God, God, we miss this, or I miss this, or um, I need your help in this, and help me to see this a different way so that we can um, truly live in a um, a better mind manner, amen, matter, amen. And so I just wanted to give you that today. It is um, Proverbs 4, and let me give it to you again, Proverbs 4 and 25. Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you so that we focus on what God has to say. We focus on moving forward. We don't get free. We don't back down. And that if we have ugly exits in our life, that we're not safe. I can give you this word. Um, last year with one of those ugly exits, I have 
ugly exits in my life, and I have places where I fight and wrestle with God, like Jacob, where we wrestle and we go back and forth. And I'm like, God, how is this happening and what's going on? And um, and we don't get to a place of discontentment and because the, the Bible says be content in whatever situation that you're in. And that we don't get into a place of apathy where we're just sad and just down because it looks really um, bad. Because God truly has a plan for our life and has such great things for us, right? And that there's this place, I can tell you, um, when I wake up in the morning that I'm so happy. And sometimes I just sit, if I can give you a confession, I just sit in my living room. And I've lived in the same house for 10 years. And I don't know if I've told you guys, I think I might have said it before, and I've been telling others that this is your 10, and I've literally said that this feels like home. It feels like home. It's the same size. It's the same children, um, same husband, same furniture, which we desire to get new furniture. There's just something different in this house where we, I feel like we have settled in, and um, the Lord lives here, and we know that, and it just feels like home. And so I am so I sit on the couch sometimes and I catch myself like in a in a little smile and just look at God and say thank you for all that you have done for me. But knowing that um, we don't get comfortable in these places because there could be an ugly exit. I've faced many ugly exits in my life where it causes you to make some decisions. And so we don't get in a place of discontentment because I've been there. In apathy where you just don't want to move or you're just sad because you just don't understand what's going on. But we have to trust the process that God is taking us, that he's teaching us and instructing us and moving us. And there's this constant ebb and flow of life. And we just have to be flexible and move with it so that we um, are obedient to the things of God. Amen. So I want to pray this morning. Thank you for joining us for um, Simply Pray. Hopefully you got the scriptures covered. 4 and 25, and Psalms 32 and 8. And if you want to go back, you can listen to this at any time. It's on TalkShoe.com. The code is, the code that you put in this morning, 117-625. You can always go back and listen to, I believe this is 372 prayer calls on TalkShoe.com. On your cell phone, on your devices, you can always just go back and listen um, at your leisure as you're sitting there. When I'm sitting there and I'm working, I'm always listening to messages, filling up my cup um, so that I don't go out here um, empty, that I'm always getting um, word from God. And what I will tell you is that these messages, I don't know if it's for you today who's on a prayer call. Maybe you're sitting in the background and you're like, um, okay, that's ugly exit and it may not be for me right now. But what I will tell you is that Wherever, whatever phase that you're in, this is what keeps me and ignites me to keep going forward with um, the prayer calls, is that there's times that I don't understand certain things and I have to go and search and someone has a message that helps me break down what God is speaking to me about in such a magnanimous way. I'm so grateful for that, and I always give that testament. This week, this week alone, there's some words that God has spoken to me because I write them down in in journals and journals, the words that God speaks to me. And he'll say them at times, and at times you're the student and you may not get it. You're not even there yet with that word. You don't even understand it. But this week I've seen God open up just the understanding and a role of information for me and unlock doors of words that he's spoken to me over the last year. And then I said, oh, God, now 
I understand what you were saying about it. And now I understand. And it bear witness to my um, spirit. That's what I'm saying to you. That's what I was trying to teach you. wasn't ready for it, but I received it and put the word down because I stewarded the word. And then, as, and then I went and searched for it and everything. I'm just like, okay, God, you'll give me a better understanding um, of it later. But now um, he did that. And so just know that, that these messages are there and for you. They may be for you right now, and it may be for someone else, but that we keep on going forward. Amen. Amen. So, God, we just want to thank you today for um, just another opportunity to come on this morning and just bless your name. God, we just thank you for waking us up this morning. It is another day, a fresh day that we haven't seen before. God, eyes on you. Eyes on you, Lord God, that you are the perfecter of our faith, Lord God, that you perfect everything that concerns you. And, Lord God, you have your eyes on us this morning and that you will instruct us and give us counsel, Lord God. So we rest in that, Lord God. We trust you that you will take us from um, season to season in our life, Lord God. As you um giving me this message, ugly exits, Lord God, and show examples in the Bible that some of us are going through, have gone through, some ugly exits, and we will continue to go through some ugly exits where it's time to leave and we just won't go and we keep on staying involved in stuff that is not for us and it's just time to go. And so hopefully that we will be obedient and just bear witness to it in our spirit that this thing is just it's time to go and walk away, Lord God. But if we don't, Lord God, let us trust you in such a way that you will move us to the next place, Lord God. In every place there's provision for that place, even as we look at Elijah, that things dried up because the season was over. And that when we go to new places, then you begin to give us new things for that season. And so we thank you today, God, for just even showing us how Abram had to go, how Elisha had to leave his vocation and go out there as a prophet and, and sit under Elijah for years to learn underneath him. Lord God, but he is the person, if we know this, second person in the Bible that created um, miracles, um, the second person behind Jesus, Jesus created the most miracles, has done the most miracles, and Elisha is behind him. And so in that, let's look at that example, that he um, gave up everything and just walked away. But here you, you had him walk into a life of miracles and training and just blessings to bless people. And so for me, that just blesses my heart today, God, because sometimes those ugly exes, we don't understand it, but you're weaving everything together. You're threading everything together for our call and our purpose. And so, God, we still bless you today. God, we thank you for just this season. Lord God, as we're going into a holiday season, Lord God, that you will bless us, bless our families, Lord God, as we come together. Lord God, bless the communication so that we will be able to talk to one another, Lord God, and have fun and uh, not get caught all up in the materialistic side of the holiday, but truly, truly, truly have fun and create memories of a lifetime. God, I pray, Lord God, I'm still on the altar, Lord God, for um, our friend and faith, Lord God, and what they're going through in the hospital, Lord God, that their nephew, Lord God, that you still stand by, Lord God, that you're a God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, Lord God, and your word is final, Lord God, your will be done. And so we still call out, Lord, his name, Lord God, and we still believe, Lord God, that it is not done, and so you're in it, Lord God, and there's something that you're doing. And so, God, I ask you for for strength for them today, Lord God, that you hold up their arms like Aaron held up Moses, Lord God, that you give them what they need, Lord God, because they're already going through such 
turmoil and just lost in their lives. And here yet, they're um, in the midst of making some decisions. So I ask you today, God, to send comfort to them, God. Send them a word like never before, God. I sent them a message this, uh, this week, Lord God, and it, and it was confirmation, God. Keep on sending them word, Lord God. Keep on um, encouraging them while they're going through, God. And right now, I pray for this prayer call, Lord God, in the loss of many. That if you're on this prayer call and you have family members that have gone and um, you're missing them because that's what I see um, in my feed on Facebook. I see uh, my cousin who just lost her mom in July, and I see my cousin who just lost her mom um, in October, and just uh, other people that have just had major loss. And all of us are thinking about people that are not, no longer here and just remembering cooking and doing all of these things that, Lord God, that you would send comfort in this season, Lord God, that we would hold on to the memories of your people and that we would cherish them like never before, but that we would go out, Lord God, and not dismiss those memories, Lord God, but create these great memories and not take advantage of those things with our family here and now. And so, God, we ask you just to bless this day. God, keep us covered. God, keep our angels out. Right now, Lord God, as we're out here in this season, Lord God, doing shopping, Lord God, keep us covered as never before. Lord God, we thank you for faith, Lord God, that you would move in our situations, Lord God. We thank you for faith, Lord God, that moves mountains, Lord God. We thank you for the faith that we can get up and, and today face adversity and look at it in the face and say that my God is bigger than anything that you had in front of me and that he is truly my ruler and he's going to instruct me and guide me in ways that I know is going to be perfect for my good. And so, God, we just want to thank you for today. Lord God, we ask you just to keep us, keep us covered. Lord God, keep, us, keep our mind on you. Stay on you that we trust you, Lord God, that you bring us into new levels of faith. Lord God, as we get ready to push the number, um, uh, I believe it's 16 days left, maybe 15 days of the year left. And we walk into a new year, 2018, God. And, God, you have still have time for us, Lord God, to, to um, give our lives fully to you. That thing that we haven't yet committed to you, that, yes, that you're still waiting on. Lord God, we'll give that to you, Lord God. I so love you today, God, and I cherish our relationship. God, give them right relationship with you, covenant relationship with you. Speak to us, God, in our minds. Lord God, speak to us in our spirits. Lord God, as we're out in the stores and shopping, Lord God, speak to us, God. Help us to look on the person that's in the line behind us, Lord God, and show a seed of just um, a, a extra change that they may not have or coffee or whatever it is that they need, Lord God, an encouraging word, Lord God, a smile. Help us to be so seeds, Lord God, of those kindness and gentleness, the fruit of the spirit that we surely need right now in this season. God, we just want to say we praise you. Lord God, we honor you, Lord God. Thank you, God, because you're a covenant keeper, God. Thank you, God, because you're a promise keeper, Lord God. Thank you, God, because you're a way maker, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, because you take us out of places, Lord God, and you give us new things and new life, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for just your divine provision, Lord God. Thank you for providence, Lord God. Thank you, God, for your sovereignty, Lord God for just looking on us, Lord God, and you didn't have to. Lord God, thank you for making a way out of no way, Lord God. God, when we couldn't understand, Lord God, you gave us the ability to be able to disseminate, Lord God, and understand those things, Lord God, comprehension in those things. God, thank you for 
speaking to us and just giving us words. That's how you speak to me, Lord God, and, and showing things to me about me, Lord God, and our family, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for your people in this prayer call today, God, that you are giving them provision, Lord God, that you're their banner, Lord God, that you're Jehovah's sick canoe, Lord God, the righteous God. God, that there's righteousness even in us, Lord God, that you've adopted us into your family, Lord God. And thank you, Lord God, for this day that we've never seen before, God. We call it marvelous, Lord God. We call it awesome. Lord God, we call it fruitful, Lord God. We call it divine. Lord God, we call it this miraculous because you're in it with us. Walk with us through this day, hand in hand like never before. Lord God, you would speak to us, Lord God, and we would trust in you and lean not to our own understanding, Lord God. We thank you today, God. Thank you for your word that you've hidden in our heart, Lord God, that we may not sin against you. Help us to recall those scriptures, God, that you've uh, spoken to us, even in our youth, as we've been Sunday school and those things that you taught us. When I had those little aha moments and I remember these little things from my youth, Lord God, bring back to remembrance those things, God. Help us to remember to be kind and merciful and considerate, Lord God, and compassionate, Lord God, especially during this time, Lord God. Help us to be able to take calls, Lord God, and minister to your people that we would give love like never before. And we would keep smiles on our face, even, Lord God, when we are disgruntled. Even, God, if we're discouraged, Lord God. Even, Lord God, if we are just angry. Help us to anger, to be angry, but not sin. And, Lord God, we just want to just praise you today. Help us to be warm, Lord God. We pray for those households, Lord God, that may not have heat. Lord God, we ask you to send provision, Lord God, to the homeless, Lord God, to the hungry. That we pray for the homeless and hungry today, Lord God, that someone would make a way. And someday we desire to make a way for them, Lord God. God, we've been in a place where we didn't have any place to live. And we thank you for that place that opened the door for us and took us in. And Lord God, help us to be able to do the same for others. And so we just want to say we praise you, God. We pray for our pastors, Lord God. We definitely want to pray for our pastors in our community, God. Help us on the altar and pray for our communities, Lord God, where we live. And that we would do the same, that we would get on the wall and intercede and pray for our community, pray for our neighbors. Lord, I pray for those ones where we just see them, Lord God, where the person may have a limp, Lord God, and maybe the person next door is sick, Lord God, that we would intercede, Lord God, and take time to give the people that are around us on our mind. God, we thank you for this great day, this great day in front of us, Lord God. May we relish in it, Lord God, because we have you. Lord God, but let us not take for granted, Lord God, the gift of the Holy Spirit, Lord God, the gift of salvation, Lord God. Let us not take for granted, Lord God, the gift that you are standing next to us, watching everything, Lord God. So help us to watch every idle word that comes out of our mouth, Lord God, every idle thing that we put in front of us, Lord God, that we cast down every idol, Lord God, and every vain thing that comes up um, against you, Lord God. And so we just thank you, Lord God, that we come before you, God. We come against the spirit of destruction, Lord God, things that desire to destruct the very will, Lord God, that you have for us, the very destiny that you have for us, Lord God. We call things uh, great in our life. We call you faithful, and we thank you for all things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you so much for joining us for Simply Pray yet again. We will be back. Um, next week, we will have, um, I'm going to just do a blitz prayer um, because we're moving into um, the holiday, and I still have 
um, many things not done, and I had a blessing to have um, many family come over um, this year, and it's very different for me. Um, so we will be on early in the morning, and we will pray and um, go into the Christmas season and um, have an awesome time. So we thank you so much. We will be back on Monday at 8.30. I may come on at 8. There's no um, specific time, but we're just coming on for like 10 minutes to close out our a Woman Who Doesn't Quit Bible Study. This is our last week, the previous week that follows. Um, we still have one week of curriculum, um, five days, and then we'll come on just for 10 minutes. I have a challenge for you on Monday and just some encouraging words that I want to give. It is on Facebook Live. Um, you can go back and look in the group, Simply Study, and then you can also come back on the conference line and listen as well. And I'm so grateful um, because this past week um, a gentleman joined us to listen to the Bible study, and I was like, okay, um, this is awesome. It was his first time, and I was so grateful for that. And I said, um, even though it's a woman's Bible study, we still welcome you, and there's much that you can learn as well from the book of Ruth and the story of Ruth. Um, so that just gives us um, some insight into what God wants to do, and I'm looking so forward to 2018, and I hope you are too. Um, don't forget to focus on your word, what is God giving you this year. I shared with you last week that my girlfriend told me what her word was, my word for 2018, that I really feel in my spirit is the word persist. And uh, I'm going to keep on going. Last year my word was overflowing, it still is. And I shared with you that I named my fish overflow so that I could keep on saying overflow because I believe in, in God overflowing and running over in our life, and that's what I needed um, for that season next last year. And so this year my word is persist. It hit me, and I'm there, and I'm walking in it. I have a word. I, I walk in that thing. And so um, we're going to talk about that on um, Monday too so you can join us on the Bible study. But I am done. Have an awesome day. The scriptures go back. It's um, Proverbs 4 and 25 and Psalms 32 and 8. Be blessed. As always, be fit and be blessed and have an awesome day. Amen.
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.